from Stone Mountain, Georgia, and Snellville, Georgia, where we are not all right, all right, all right. <laughs> oh, it is the Five Takes Podcast, and we uh, are back. We're back. Like Wayne Rooney to MLS? To, question to, mark? Yeah, and not just to MLS, but to DC, because now he's, what, a household name there? I don't know. We'll see. Uh, look, um, this little rumor about Wayne Rooney dropped uh, about a week ago, maybe a little less. I don't know. Times of is it that long ago? Because I, I, I think so. I don't know. I can't. I don't know. I can't 20, 2020 on. was also 10 years ago and yesterday at the same time. So I don't know. But the <laughs> Daily Mail dropped this tweet, this bomba, right, uh, uh, a little while ago, saying that Wayne Rooney was going to come over and coach up DC. They're still looking for a full time coach. Um, and my response to that was. If Wayne Rooney comes back to MLS and coach his head coach at DC, I will eat my shoe. So I hope my it question tastes good. to you, my question to you now is what what sauce pairs well with Hoka? Like what do I, I need would, to put I on would this say, to make it go down a little smoother? Well, it depends. <laughs> it depends on the model of shoe, on the model of the of the Hoka oh. that you're gonna be uh, oh, okay. that you're gonna it's be the, preparing. It's the Bondi. It's the Bondi. It's the Bondi. Bondi. I would go, well, no, it's the Bondi. So, you know, in our Australia, uh, you know, Bondi Beach, let's uh, pair it with a with uh, some shrimp on the Barbie there. You know? I guess I'll try some, uh, maybe some Louisiana hot sauce, the official hot That's sauce of the, Atlanta, of the Atlanta Braves, who are still <laughs> braving it out, man, doing the thing. Uh, big oh, yeah. game against the Mets tomorrow. We are now one yep. and a half games back from from the Braves, but anyhow, Wayne Rooney. Um, sure, fuck it. Why not? Well, Bring I mean, they don't, they don't. DC has nothing left to lose right now. I mean, DC shit, has. They're getting just annihilated by everything and DC, everyone. DC has nothing. DC doesn't have no. A, no, they a plan. no. They have nothing. They don't have an overall overarching strategy build a lot of the things that are being said about Atlanta right now. Uh, the the accusatory things of like, we're, we're shit. We don't know what we're doing. There is no strategy. There's no plan. There's no roster building. We have no identity, so on and so forth. I don't think, I think that's a bit harsh. I don't think a lot of those things, I don't think a lot of those things are true with us, However, no, but I do, I do they, think that they may be true with DC. They're, well, they're grasping at straws. True. They're grasping at anything that they can but, possibly get their hands on. This has been true for DC since since we started in seventeen. Well, I mean, they just make these had, kind of they had random two, signings, right? But they had also really... one or two good years of runs, and sure. then they don't do yeah, anything. Sure. With but it. They, there's no, there's no strategy there. They just make these kind of randoms. Rooney comes over. They pick up Gressel from us. Does Gressel was great for us? Has he been great for DC? No, not really. He doesn't really fit over there. No. Like there is no plan there. There is a plan here at Atlanta. It hasn't gone to plan all the time. And there are yeah. reasons for it not going to plan at times, which some people mm -hmm. don't want to take the time or effort to look into said reasons and just want to go mm -hmm. with the cheap, easy hashtag of this person out or that person out and placing all the blame on one thing or one person. And right. I, I don't subscribe to that. I think that's just kind of kind of lazy. And we're, we're not going to do that here. Uh, we're going to try to be as objective as possible and look at the whole, uh, the entirety of the situation that we're in 
And also when we make guesses or assumptions or, or theorize on some things and get it wrong, own that as well. Um, this isn't about scoring points and getting likes and getting and getting um, getting things right and, and bragging about it. It's about trying to figure out what's really been going on, reading into things reasonably well without like taking it to you know the point of you're just trying to make the case for whatever it is, the case is that you're trying to make and using the facts and statistics that are out there to just reinforce whatever your point of view is, rather than just letting the facts and the statistics take you to a place. Right. And it's super interesting too, that with, you know, with the, with the new, um, you know, the new interview with Joseph um, from dirty South, Mm -hmm. you know, so it's like, okay, so Joseph has an opinion on the situation. He's not blaming injuries. He's saying that it's, it's, that's, that's not what you can attribute it to. So because he has that opinion on it now, are we going to just say Joseph out? Well, I'll tell you what we can, I have the audio for for that interview with Joseph. Mm-hmm. Uh, let we will play that and let you all yeah. listen to it, uh, so you can hear it from the king himself. And mm-hmm. then we will come back and we'll discuss what he said. Okay. So here is Joseph in his words. Yeah, actually, hundred percent. This not happened today. This happened beginning of the season two. So. We play because we have to play, but uh, in the training, some players don't have uh, that energy. Some people don't know what we have to do, or they don't recognize, or they don't appreciate the the jersey and what we do it for a long time. And um, probably that's uh, the most problem because the injury is not a problem. We we play soccer, and you can have injury every day. And some people still think, oh, because we lost this guy, we lost this guy. We have a mistake. We all make a mistake. And uh, we are professional. It's not kids anymore. And if you come here, you have to know what we have to do. So if you not come here for 100%, probably you know you not have to choose this, this club to play. So the people, that's a message for everyone. If you want to bring some guys, is because they want to play here and it's not because business and um that's happened for a long time okay so now joseph has always been very candid yes he, this he's is very, very similar it feels similar to last blunt. year right when he was speaking out against Heinz, right Different yes situation. he's very he, he's very blunt. totally he's, different he's yeah, he's he's very blunt he's but he's also very pragmatic he's very matter of fact he's saying this there's no bullshit here this is the situation that we're in and here's what we have to do and you got to admire that to a degree and what i do he's not taking it he's not saying he's so humble he's not saying that it's his fault but he's also not not he was very saying even. that he can do better i didn't you know? see him get hyperbolic or no. emotional about it he was very, like you were saying, That's what I mean. matter was of very fact pragmatic. about it, direct. Yeah. His mm-hmm. English has come a long way. Wow, job, I know. Joseph. That was, yeah. Like, it's come a long way. Uh, yeah. And that's not hard to express. Because he loves being here. He I mean, loves I should being say, here. It is, it is hard to express oneself in a, in a convey, a feeling, a meaning in a language that is not your native tongue. So good on sure. him for doing that. But I think there is... 
a little bit more context that's needed to what he said and a little bit of understanding that it's it's not his native language. He said what he said. And overall, I think we understand what what he's trying to convey out there. He is saying, sure, it's not all the frustration. Absolutely. You just got handed a three nil loss at home. Which is yeah, yeah. Which you're some, gonna feel a certain way about that. Which some commentators and writers are calling the worst home loss in our history. Technically, I, I mean, per goal, per goal wise, per goal wise, say, we have never been three nil. We've never been three nil at home. We've never home. been three nil at home. Well, then, yeah, okay. But, technically, it's the worst loss. But it is. I don't think we but played then, as badly against Austin as we played against Toronto. So that's where whatever. the subjectivity comes into obviously, it. Of, do obviously. you feel it was right. worse? But so, regardless, you talk to the leader, the stalwart, the man, he is the man here. He is Atlanta United. Atlanta United is him. That is After correct. a defeat like that, he's going to feel a certain way about it. And when he's saying um, things to the effect of he doesn't feel like he's seeing that effort, in training he doesn't feel like some of the players are playing for the shirt and the crest look right. this man has been here and he's earned jump. he's earned the credibility earned to say the credibility that. the love the respect of course he feels that way about this club right and this but city. i'm saying i respect everything. him saying that yeah absolutely but what i'm saying is this is everything to him Mm-hmm. You bet when a new player comes in year, two, three, four, five years later now, right. they're not going to feel the same way Joseph does about this club, right. about this city. It's totally understandable that he would feel that way and see yeah. things that way because they probably don't. It is kind of a business decision for a lot of players. That's soccer. You're coming for the paycheck, mm-hmm. of course. But over the course of the season and I say this without you and I have not been able to really see training other than what's released to us and the times that the supporters are allowed at the training ground. Right. We don't see that day to day. We don't see the locker room interactions. We don't see any of that. We see the product on the field. I haven't seen anybody. And the interviews after the field. Sure. I haven't seen anybody out there making a playing like it was a business decision, like just get the check and get off the field. And I think that's a harsh thing and a hard thing to criticize anyhow, effort. How do you quantify that? How do you look at a player that's running around on the field? Well, maybe they're making a bunch of mistakes. Maybe they didn't make the well, the right run. Yeah. But well, it's, maybe, I think well, it's hard to say that maybe they're it's not hustle. playing hard. Well, sure. it depends, you know, maybe it's, you know, because if Joseph is the one that's out there and he's always in that because I saw somebody saying that, like, well, you know, in in seventeen and eighteen and even nineteen, all Joseph did was basically hang down on the other side of the field, practically constantly offside, and wait to be passed to. And it's like, yeah, but one hundred percent. So even Joseph's effort and heart has been criticized at times. Come right, on, and man. called into question. And it's and it's. It's just what we so, do is we right. So is he just so is he frustrated because he's not seeing the same level that he felt like he was getting yeah. in 17, 18, and 19? Maybe so. Maybe. But it's a different team. Mickey's not there. Gressel's not there. That's right. So and things I have think, changed. I think we as fans, I'll raise my hand and include myself in this. We are still hanging on to that nostalgia. 
Of course we're, we're we are. a baby. We're a baby. We have not gotten over, man, I want 17, 18, 19 back. When you just form a club and you want those original players and you never want to let them go. I never want to yeah. let Parky go, Garza, yeah. LGP, um, all of them, right? Yeah. Never yeah. want to let them go. I just want it to be like it was. Yeah. Because you just made this thing and that's hard to let go and to move on as a club. Right. We're still in that phase. Austin, they're doing great. They're doing yeah. great this season. Credit to their supporters. Shout out to Los Verdes. Great yeah. supporters group. Really appreciated uh, the messaging that they brought with mm-hmm. them uh, up, in, up in their stand. They were noisy as hell. Um, they dumped a lot of beer over the edge. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure they did. Yeah. The people in the 200s didn't appreciate that, but I love it. Um, it wasn't in malice. There wasn't anybody like dumping a beer. It's just, you know, like we do in the, in the SG. Over in the Gulch is just, you know, going wild. They got three goals. So credit to them. Uh, they, they brought a tremendous atmosphere and they have a tremendous club this year. In a lot of ways, the feeling around it and the success is reminding me of us in 2018. Austin, sure. sure. At some point, that club and any other club that's new will struggle with what we're struggling with. That, okay, that next phase, that next step, the evolution of the club. You had your inaugural season. You had a great second season. Minnesota can't say that, uh, but <laughs> yeah, but struggling. Minnesota didn't have the they didn't have the, the grassroots sort of thing right. that Atlanta no, did, no, and, and Austin didn't. did. Yeah, and they're going to struggle with what we're eventually. They will not be a new shiny thing. They will not be a new club. They will lose players that are beloved, that mean mm-hmm. everything, and play and people don't want to let them go. And you mm-hmm. will struggle to maintain that core that everyone's yeah. talking about, mm-hmm. that, that we want to see, which can't really happen in MLS. Yes, some teams do it a little more extensively than others, holding on mm-hmm. to players, sometimes to their own detriment. I'm looking at USKC. <laughs> Seattle, looking, I think, could be a good Toronto, case, a good case to make Bradley. as far as sure. um, Seattle, good good. Good candidate to say, hey, they've they've got a good thing going there, good culture, a good core that they've kind of maintained right. and slowly grown over the years, right? Right. They honestly, year to year, because 2020 was the big changeover year for us before COVID. Yes. When we cleaned house, as it were. I, we really yes. did, but we lost a number of big players, Gressel. We did. Andy, so on and so forth. Yes. Right. Seattle really hasn't kept year to year that many more players than us. One to mm-hmm. two, maybe. Yeah, It's just not possible in MLS. And like I said, you do run that risk of not turning it over and not evolving and not growing and not bringing in fresh blood if you're just going to hang on to players. You've got to keep moving forward. Mm-hmm. And the question I have for some people right now who are making that argument of we haven't kept uh, the core of this club, the heartbeat of this club together are a lot of the same people. The Venn diagram here, there's a lot of crossover yes. of people right now wanting to essentially burn it all to the ground and start from new, start from scratch. Okay, well, what does that do? You you just said you, you, you would like to see us maintain a core consistency going forward, but you want to get rid of everything. And you're yeah, going to be and, patient. Do you, do you know it takes time? Do they not realize to too that the reason why we don't have that core is half like 
three quarters of the fucking team is injured. It's not that we don't have a core. It's that they're there. Like and MLS had, is not like other leagues. Yeah, we've had some of the same players since nineteen since twenty. There are a lot of them are there. We that's when we picked up. Yeah, and from twenty one, we've kept, we've kept a lot of players over too. We haven't been able to this year, and we haven't even really gotten into a taste yet. But we we will. But this is the overarching conversation. This is what's on everyone's minds right now. It's important to talk about. <laughs> you. <laughs> It's so Say frustrating. It. Because, Say it. <laughs> we haven't been able to see what this team was built to be this year. I think we were all pretty excited no. at the start of this year. The prospect of what this yeah. team was shaping yeah. up. Some, some to of the, be. some, yeah, it exactly. Very much like, ooh, we have learned some lessons here mm-hmm. from the failures of 2020, which I think we both agree we've kind of just put in the trash. Yeah, but the ast- there's still the some asterisk- things to be learned from it. Yeah, the asterisk, asterisk. season. My, minus minus your reds, no asterisk. I, I assume yeah, no. you're, that you're happy with no. that championship. No, That's and that right. and I don't count that because they started in they started in 19. <laughs> Fair enough. That we won. I mean, Jesus Christ, we had it locked up it. practically no, before you, you the pandemic it. hit. So I mean, really, just- we had it won by like what mid February. So I'm just, you know, I'm just giving you shit. I know, you I know. No, we won it, and not only that, right. we won fucking everything that year. Yeah, you won the club. World so of, uh, yeah, you had you had yourself a yeah. a season. You did, but there's still some things we could learn from 2020. Sure. Certainly, things we can learn from 21. Mm-hmm. And for all intents and purposes, it looked like those lessons were learned. And it's important to learn from your mistakes and that good signings were being made, coaching staff, player acquisition, mm-hmm. you know, bringing in a guy like Ozzy. Great, yeah. right? That Better was a good presence. One. Bringing back it gave us, it gave us the, the Parkhurst. Yeah, yeah, it gave us correct. the Parkhurst yeah. kind of, we need you know, we, we and, the Jeff, and the and the Larry not being there. You 100%. Know, we recognize the, the veteran presence in the midfield. Yep. Right. We recognize then, the leadership void. And then, and then we made hurt. a move to fill that. And then we get Gutman, who's mm-hmm. got that Red Bull blood in him. Right. So on and so forth. Almada, it looked like mistakes were made. For me, mm-hmm. this is just my opinion, my perspective. Mm-hmm. That mistakes were had been made. And that multiple come to Jesus moments happened mm-hmm. and that we started making corrections. And then this year we got hit with every possible bit of misfortune that mm-hmm. could befall a club. Yeah. Injuries. The ball just not falling kindly, not mm-hmm. going in when the style of play that you're implementing is producing chances is producing good attacking sequences mm-hmm. and you get fuck all for it yeah all of that stuff has converged on us in 21 and we haven't been able to see the idea of atlanta united this season not mm-hmm. not to its fullest and that no, is not the not to what we expected right, right. the the injuries and the bad damn luck mm-hmm. is not the only reason very rarely is there a problem in sport that you can point to as like find one culprit.
for why something didn't go wrong or didn't go right. Why results aren't there. It's solely exclusively about this one thing. Very rarely. This is the biggest thing. But there are other reasons as well. And people out there that are all but completely disregarding the injuries as a non-factor, i.e. play harder, just just do it, just go out there and do it, or Boca out, or whatever it is, you are then at that point just picking and choosing the factors that matter to you. You're not taking an objective look at the entire <laughs> situation. You're saying that factor matters, so I'm going to consider that. This one doesn't, even though it's a factor, but I'm not going to consider it. I can't help you with that. There's here's nothing I, I can do with that. If you want to take here, a look at everything. Here's what I wonder, though. Sure. I'm just going to sort of play devil's advocate at some point. I wonder how okay, many yeah. of our hundreds of thousands of listeners that we have that listen to us every week. I wonder how many people are starting to think that we sound a little bit like a broken record in the sense that we are constantly, hold on, let me tell you why. We are constantly having to justify our losses or our lack of wins. Let's just say that. Mm-hmm. And we're justifying them because that's what we do. That's what we do. That's why we have this podcast. But what I yeah. mean is that we're, why are we, you and I, on these microphones having to constantly justify why things the way are the way they are when it's plain as day for everyone to see and it's simply because people are frustrated and they are tired of the state of things so So, so are you here's the thing to the people that are listening nothing has changed between last week and this week because there are still all of those players injured all of those factors that were a factor in Red Bull that were a factor in not Toronto because that was just bad playing in NYCFC and against Austin. All of those factors remain. So while it may not sound like we have anything new to talk about, it's just another loss because of this and this reason. And we said the same thing against several other games. It's because those factors remain. Nothing has changed yet. We haven't gotten enough players back from injury. We haven't been able to change some of these, these, you know, obviously crucial factors to be able to to implement anything new. It's just, we're still yep. dealing with it, and we're, you yep. know, what do we expect these guys to do? Well, and um, it was I, I will I mean it was frustrating. It was frustrating yeah. last week. Because we had, we did have some of the good attacking players out there. We had all of them, you know. Um, But to me, it just still felt like we were missing something. For me, it's it's very. We were missing a big. We were missing a big chunk in the midfield. It just didn't feel right, and it's because they just still don't have. They don't have forty five players to work with. They've got nineteen. Sure. You know, Aiden, me, Aiden McFadden signed a freaking deal for the rest of the year. What does that tell yeah. you? That we are desperate for any kind of consistent player in the back. Is he the best guy for the job? No, but he's the best available. Yeah. For me, it's it's very easy. Um, and turn your, your levels down a bit. Um, I did already. I'll, I'll, I'll edit this out. I, I, I did. I can just a bit. Okay. I um, turned it down. I turned it down a maybe a quarter of a turn from where it okay, was. Okay, cool. So, you know, for me, 
it's it's very easy. I think, uh, and, and Gonzo men- mentioned this in his presser yesterday. Boy, I would have loved to have been a fly on the wall in the hour-long post-game talk that he gave the team because it took an hour for him to come um, to the um, the press room. And, oh, and I, I saw I saw that he was late. Yeah. Yeah, it was a talk, and um, I don't know what you say there, but this Anything? is essentially what Gonzo. Yeah, essentially what Gonzo was talking about yesterday uh, for 15 minutes was not so much about strategy or tactics, anything like that. Mm-hmm. Formations, not nothing like that. His primary thing that he feels has to be worked on and improved before you deal with any of that other stuff is mentality mm-hmm. and passion. Sure. I would agree. And for me, it's really simple. And a lot of people have brought this up. Taylor Twelman, looking at you. I'll talk mm-hmm. about you in a second, bud. Um, I think at the start of the season, very strong. Mentally, physically, everything. Look great, mm-hmm. right? You better believe that a player's mentality and the team's overall mentality will degrade over time when the results are not coming, when the injuries do keep coming. And they just keep mounting. And and those two things converge. Mm -hmm. And then and they converge converge into what? The lack of success. The lack of success. And and success begets success when you are doing what your coach is asking you to do and you and you kind of buy into the system and you know it's doing well and you're still not getting results. Yeah. Yeah, the attitude in the locker room and around the training ground and around the stadium and around the fans, not very good. No. I mean, look what's going on at Truist Park right now. I was there Thursday night. Of course, mm-hmm. I went on the one night where we didn't win. Yeah. Um, <laughs> of course you Strider, did. Strider pitched a hell of a game on Thursday night. 12 strikeouts, 70% strikes thrown. Incredible. Michael Harris still had a home run that last night. He has been a revelation as well. But look what's going on at Truist Park, right? Mm-hmm. Thursday night baseball. Mm-hmm. That place was packed out. Jam-packed. Tomorrow night, we are one and a half games behind the Mets. We got a Monday night game. <coughs> 45,000 fans will pack out Truist Park on a Monday night. They'll be back there Tuesday, Wednesday. They're hand over fist raking in cash at Truist Park. These fans are showing up. Why? Because they're winning. We're winning. We're winning. We're winning. The attitude is good. I bet it's a party in that locker room. I'd love to go hang out in the dugout I just, with these guys. It's probably a great say- time. I want to go get hit with an ice bath and have Gatorade right. dumped on me. They're having fun. But, but, but there's 160 games in a baseball season. There's only 40-something 40, right. 40 in a soccer season. Yeah. You only get one a week. You, no, that's it's right. not even that. It's that you only get one a week. So that's what people... It, that's what's left the There's taste is left in their mouth you know yeah like whereas with baseball okay we lost that one we'll go win tomorrow night we'll go win tomorrow night and it's and it's, it's instant gratification potentially you know right? you could be on the other end you can have an you off night the, and then win the nationals. and then win 20 games in a row but you could so, be the nationals and get swept that's yeah. not good either but no. i'm just saying that for me it's not hard for me to understand 
why the mentality is not there right now, why maybe the passion is not there right now. Yeah. We're not winning. And it's just been one thing after another. Yeah. I challenge anyone out there in your personal life, mm-hmm. work or otherwise, yeah, to be happy go lucky when fuck all is going your way. When nothing, despite you doing all the right things in all the right places and you get nothing for it. I don't think you go through that situation upbeat, smiling, happy. Yeah. You don't. So anyhow, um, that's kind of that. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I hate to be talking about Twelman, but real quickly, (laughs) Twelman had to chime in on this. He retweeted what Joe Patrick put out uh, from 99, the game Dirty South Soccer about Mm -hmm. Joseph's comments. Okay. He said the following. Ugh. And he actually replied to me. He's replied to me a couple times for for Mm -hmm. what it's worth. And Mm -hmm. the discourse has been civil. I disagree with him on things, but I don't need to goad him and name call like he is prone to do at times. Uh So he said, be careful, Joseph. Your fan base hasn't wanted to hear this from those of us on the outside. At Atlanta United fans should read the thread. So you are a bit more informed on the underachieving part. All right. First of all, we have a very smart fan base, even if at times it gets a little um, hot takey mm-hmm. and irrational. But the fans, as far as like not being informed, we're all very well aware of the underachieving aspects and what Joseph said in this field. We, we don't need you to yeah, and anybody, send up the uh, alert yeah. to let us know what's going on with our own club. You have a yeah, national and not job. Only that, Joseph has a bunch earned, of teams and Joseph has earned shit about this club. the ability to have But he's that basically opinion. claiming that he's been saying what Joseph has said last night that he's been saying it all along about this club. Well, because Twelman does nothing but fucking knock our club left and right. Correct. And I've we, never heard him speak supremely positively about us. I have to go back and watch some of the games from 18. I'm sure he commented on one of them now now and then, but I'm sure he had fucking shit to say about it then too. Yeah, um, no doubt. He always does, and I get it. It's his job, but he doesn't know this club like we do. It's not his job to do the contrary. It's his job to give commentary. And I think he's constantly giving negative comments. And and to to be totally honest, I don't totally agree with what joseph said no no i don't Uh, either but but that's okay we're allowed to we're allowed to not disagree he has a player's perspective and we have a supporter's perspective so we're not out there on the field with him he's allowed to have you know a hot take on his fellow teammates and about the current state of things i I just don't buy he's wrong i just don't buy into the no lessons have been learned from the mistakes of 2021 that the build hasn't been right, that the culture is lost. No, I don't agree with any of that. For either. me, that disregards a lot of the other factors. It's frustrating, that but into it's not what necessarily. I don't think that that's where we are. It's frustrating I, and it sucks. Yeah. I, I'm, I, I, I and, hate and to say it. Also, be clear, I, like I don't know do. what, I don't know what the answer is. The yeah. answer is not fire Gonzo. The answer can't be bring in a bunch of new players because we can't. I think we have maybe one additional spot now because mm-hmm. Shuttleworth has retired. Mm-hmm. 
another crazy thing that's happened this season. Yeah. So we may actually have another spot open. And then I believe then that's still that young money spot, U22, mm-hmm. i.e. Matthew Hoppy or whoever wants to take that U22 spot. Sure, that would be good. Um, so you're looking at potentially two more players to to come in, right. maybe. Um, so anyhow, that's, that's what Twelman had to say. I um, always appreciate his input. Mm. So... All right. I know. Uh, for, we should jump into some takes. Before we do, good Lord, <laughs> after the, all of that, I feel like I do need to go to the doctor now. I need to go to Sherwood and get, get adjusted, get my attitude adjusted, get everyone's attitude adjusted. Mm-hmm. If only they could adjust attitudes and mentality. If only it were that easy. Sadly, they cannot, but they can adjust your spine. They do it really well. As well as the other body parts here you have. If you've got ligament issues going down, your feet, legs, whatever it is, it all kind of starts from the spine. But they will take very good care of you. They will listen to you and figure out what your issues are. And they won't jump to a foregone conclusion about something that they're not fully aware of. <laughs> um, they will actually listen and create what is in your best interest and... Um, obviously work with your, your health insurance or whatever your financial setup is. They really do want to help you. They will go to extreme lengths to help you uh, with, with financing, with scheduling. Definitely. They are open Tuesdays through Saturday, Saturday hours, very clutch, especially for folks like Kristen and myself who find ourselves constantly working on set. I'm about to start a new show. You've got a new show that you got some at the, uh, some at the middle, middle of August. Sounds like, so I got a little little more uh, free time still. I'm jumping on something in a week or two that doesn't start shooting until mid August with Chris Evans and Emily Blunt. I believe it's, Hmm. it's like um, something like, um, remember years ago that Jake Gyllenhaal and, um, and Hathaway, movie love and other drugs remember that sure. one yeah okay sure. i think it's similar to this one i think it's a pharmaceutical drug hustle shenanigans um type type movie so i'll be starting yeah, that yeah. and then i'll be going to sherwood on saturdays because i won't have the weekdays available to me anymore Anyhow, that's right everybody go to sherwood give them a call 404-321-0082 they will take very very good care of you all right finally jumping into some takes after 30 minutes here mm-hmm. so number one Austin, and we already kind of touched on this, probably touched on a lot of these things, maybe more than any other team in MLS, so good, so good at making something out of nothing. It's a metaphor for their whole season. They they had 30-odd percent possession and three goals to show for it. Yeah. Completely different team from last year. Which means that they're able to, every time they get possession of the ball, they're able to score goals, which which sort of reiterates what I said. Huh? Clinical. clinical, yes, very. But it reiterates what what I said last week uh, uh, against NYCFC is that yeah. the the times that Austin has the ball at their feet and they get a chance, they bury it. We yeah. don't. We That's are true. not able to finish our chances the same way some of these other teams that are that Something are else. obviously doing better than us. Yeah. You know, you know when Castellanos has the ball at his feet that the ball's mm-hmm. going to be A, on target, and B, might find the back of the net. Far, with, far more likely than any of our players right now. With those two instances you brought up with Casti and Austin. Yes. And how clinical they are. And you just get that feeling 
of danger. Oh, shit. With the, they when, got the ball, when the ball's at their feet and they're running, right? Yeah. With that confidence, with that yeah. swagger coming yeah. at goal. Yeah. I wonder why. We know what that looks feel, like. No, I wonder why they might feel confident with that swagger and going forward. Might it be that they know they can take risks? That they know they can go forward because they got a back line mm-hmm. that they're Absolutely. comfortable with. Absolutely. It's not injured. Yeah. They know they can do this. And they've studied us. We did us. this before. We did right. this before when you had Miles back there. Right. When you had Ozzy in the midfield or, mm-hmm. or back in the day mm-hmm. when we had Nagby, so on and so forth, or Escobar or whoever was back there. Anytime that we have looked like that full-on attacking team. Yeah. Maybe it's always because not we the knew. most prettiest of football, right. but the threat, where we right. looked threatening. You only look as threatening as good as your defense will allow you to look. Right, and, and our we defense do not have that looks, right now because we have teenagers. Absolutely, yeah. Ab- I mean, and seventeen I'm not and nineteen. Caleb. Seventeen. He made and a 20. mistake. He's made a couple mistakes that have led to goals. I'm not knocking him. I'm not knock- knocking George McFadden. Any of them. They've been called up. There is nothing else to do. Yeah. They're doing the best they can, but they are teenagers and they will make mistakes. That's there true. is a reason that we don't look comfortable. Average age of forward. our back line is twenty-one. I know a lot of people are are doing the the salary argument. Most attacking, most expensive attacking for in, in MLS. Toronto would like a word now, but I get that right. Mm-hmm. But the thing with soccer is, offense and defense do not operate in isolation of each other. No, of course it's not. It's not the NFL where you have the offense take the field and the defense take the no, field. No, how many That's times? How no, how many times have we works. seen Joseph come back there and dig out they a ball? Blend. They blend, right? They they're blend. all yeah, they're all on the on the so same field you, at the same time. Any team, insert team's name here, Austin mm-hmm. LAFC, whoever sure. does banging in the goals right now. Sure. If you like that style of soccer and you think that their attacking um, prowess is great. I beg of you, rewatch a match and look at their back line. Look how good their defense is rated. Yeah. Because the attack doesn't go forward if they ain't comfortable with it. You're going to be timid. You're not going to charge at the goal if you know, well, most of the time I'm pretty good. I could take a guy on the dribble, but I'm going to make mistakes. There's going to be a turnover, and I can't take that risk because I know I got three teenagers behind me. You're not going to feel comfortable going forward. That's my argument with that. Austin looks like a complete team. I don't know about you, but for me, they're an MLS Cup contender this year. They remind us. Oh, remind me a lot of us in eighteen. Yeah, I think they, they look like a well-drilled are. team that understands who they are, what they want to do, and they're healthy. Mm-hmm. They have no. Yeah, to, they have no reason easy. why they can't score three goals. And again, every match, every drop of credit to their fans who showed up in numbers, hundreds. Good time at the tailgate, had a blast mm-hmm. with them um, and really appreciated the, the messaging that they brought with them. I think it's 100 percent bullshit and I don't know all the details, but I believe a few of their supporters, based on that banner that they brought, mm-hmm. received a, um, a, a trespassing warning from MBS Entertainment from from Mercedes Benz for that and a, a one year ban or whatever, which definitely because they're not coming back for at least a year if they even come back next year. Yeah, I just want to say that that is two things: one, one hundred percent USDA certified bullshit and wrong. Mm-hmm. Free speech. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, 
right? Two, it should then be clear to people if Los Verdes, nicest people in the world, supporting the other supporters groups there, trying to make a solidarity showing, right? Inside our stadium, it should show people that if they're receiving that suspension from MBS, who is at fault? It is not a British president who came here seven years ago from Tottenham Hotspur and a technical director that is putting those fines in place. It is ownership. It is MBS. It is the president of MBS and other financial contributors to this club and to this stadium that need to be held to account for not releasing a statement, for not doing the right thing. And then for this beyond fucked up thing of banning away supporters for a banner? Get out of town. But people still won't subscribe to that. They will still go with Boca and Dare. It's fine. Find it highly unlikely. As much as Arthur Blank is beloved, he has got this wrong. And the ownership groups and the people affiliated with the various CEOs of MBS and other entities have got it wrong for me. Thoughts? They're just doing it to save face. It's Unfortunately, I am too tired and too irritated. I have yeah. too much of an earache tonight yeah. to go to really put forth yeah. any kind of effort and any kind of my energy into yeah. explaining and trying to justify why that makes sense in any sort of world because everyone listening to my voice right now knows that it doesn't. And they are doing it for one reason and one reason only, and that's money. And yep. I appreciated, I saw that banner on somebody else's post. And as a female in this state, as a supporter of this club, I found myself tearing up at the thought of another club's support for my gender. They didn't have to bring that banner here. They could have brought any banner. They could have brought anything supporting their team or 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 bashing our team. They could have brought a banner that said anything. And the people that chose to make that banner in this circumstance for this night using that that one platform, their tiny little supporter section in the upper upper echelon, you know, of the stadium, and they chose to put that out there. Fuck, dude, that makes me feel like our our. <laughs> Where where where's our supporters? You know where's where's our no, shit? The, the, I don't. They probably didn't show the tifo on the on the broadcast, but it was no, great. they didn't. It was that it was that it was that quote from uh, um from the author of Handsmaid's Tale. If they didn't want oh, us no, yeah. to uh, have an army, they shouldn't have given us uniforms. You know. Yeah. No, uh, I saw great it. Tifo from front of, yeah, great yeah. tifo. Uh, but again, the right people need to be held to account here because. Holding people who have nothing to do with it does nothing. And that was wrong on on so many levels. And it's straight up suppressing people's First Amendment rights. Yeah. You know, if we want to go down that road. Well, it's like, so what are they gonna start doing there? Are they gonna start checking banners at the at the at the door? It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. They're just gonna ban banners and flags altogether because now you've completely eradicated the entire culture 
of soccer if you're going to do that. It didn't have it didn't have profanity. There were no, no lewd pictures no, or phrasing. No. Very simple. It was it wasn't bold. it it wasn't it literally didn't have any kind of lewd language or anything You're like that. There, wasn't, there, were, there was no there was no, no um pictures of any kind on it that were in any way inappropriate. It simply no. stated opinion on, on on a particular state of things right now. I said I didn't have the effort or energy to go into this, but it's I it's because yeah. it gets me so angry, obviously, being the female side of this podcast that I just I'm angry all the time now. And there are some, there are just some moments where I just have to say, you know what? I can't fucking think about that right now. Overwhelming. So, huh? Overwhelming. Yeah. In a word. In a word. Disheartening in another, you know? Yeah. Devastating. It's, uh, Think about a think of think about like a depressing word that ends in a, a depressing verb that ends in ing, and that's probably what's going on right now. So, all of them. Yeah, I think that I think those are called gerunds, if I'm remembering any kind of um, English 101. Yeah, look that shit up. Let me see if I got that right. <laughs> the more you know. Go, Joe. Know that. Um, I don't know what else to, to say on it. It makes me angry as well. Aha! A gerund is the ing form of a verb when it functions grammatically as a noun. Fuck yeah, dude. Bringing out some 10th grade English right there. Color me impressed. Suck my dick, public school. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I'm actually I'm impressed by myself on that one. All right. Moving on. All right. Moving on to number two. At times, our buildup looks so good. Mm-hmm. At, times. At times. With clean, crisp passing in tight spaces. Looks like passing drills. Mm-hmm. The training ground looks really nice. But we couldn't generate any genuine chances out of it. But and that I'm gonna counter that. Case every time. And I'm gonna counter that. At times our buildup looks good with clean, crisp passing in tight spaces, and at other times it looked like absolute dog shit. Fair enough. I would say that <laughs> not more no, often than not. That's an objective but, take. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Because it did. I, I, I saw a lot of wayward passes in the midfield. I number, did. I think for me, number two applies to the first ten minutes. And then after the second Austin goal. Okay. I'll give you that. No, I'll give you the that. Other times, the, the, no, it, from I think the, the, what the was it, like the 18th minute? Would apply. Yeah, from like the 18th minute all the way up to 45 was a pretty decent second second Crap. second half of the second or second half of the first half. You get you get what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I, I really second thought the first, half, the first half was garbage. I don't think the response to the first or the second goal was um was great um, initially. Mm-hmm. I, I think mm-hmm. we started getting going in the second, but it, it's, it wasn't enough. No, it wasn't enough. No, um, and I, no. I think by the, I, I honestly think by the second half, by maybe like the 65th minute, I think we just looked exhausted. I think we were just so, and I don't mean physically. I just mean mm-hmm. mentally. They looked so despondent. Like when the cameras would, would show, I mean, Luis, is reminds me of Joseph from 19 in that he's he's so down on himself when 
things don't yeah. go his way. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, 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 and we uh, don't and have PT, that was the same way, but we don't, we don't have know. that veteran presence out there to go out, put the arms under the shoulders, lift the guy up. Yeah. Get back up. Head up. Yep. Head up. Let's head go. Up, head up. Yeah. Let's go. We don't have that out there right now. I will give a little bit of credit to our, our newest signing, Parata, who at the end of the game, I saw go over to, to Caleb. Yeah. Who was very much like you're describing. Yeah. Despondent. Yeah. Just crushed. Just fucking crushed, crushed all just the time. Crushed, and because right? because but, what do they got? To credit to Parata, and maybe this is a silver lining. Yeah. He went over and and yeah. was that. Right. Hey, come on. Yeah. Up, up. This happens. Let's yeah. go. Maybe God knows we need that. We do. Desperately. And it comes from a brand new face, but somehow is able to command that respect. Mm-hmm. And the vibe just works. And you know, we'll it's, be it's better true. For it. It's true because we can't. Uh, I like. I like that. Demand we saw that, that father-son moment sure. there with, no, with him and Caleb. It was nice. It was what nice. I was going to say is that you know we're like we're kind of like looking around like who can be that guy. We can't yeah. demand that of Joseph. We can't have Joseph be no, everything no, no. to and, and everyone at all times on the field yeah. because I think he has tried to do that, maybe to his own detriment. So. Well, I think that's what he's we do. trying we, to what do. What I'm saying is, we do with need the that. comments that he that he made uh, to the press. I think mm-hmm. that is his way of of communicating that that frustration out there. Look, who he's exactly talking about when he says the guys are not playing for their for the shirt. There's there for business decisions. Right. Don't know. Could it be Almada? Sure. You can I, make a case that was that. actually Almada was my sure. Ar- you can, you Almada. Can no, I don't know. You can make a case for any player that you want. There's enough I mean, stats yeah. and information and perspectives out there to make it work. However, you want to make it work. We don't know who he was referencing. I personally haven't seen anyone go out there and look like they've full on given up. I've seen bad performances. I've seen players not make a, a run or give up on a particular play when they should not have. Colin Franco does that quite a bit for me. Yeah. Um, but I haven't seen anybody go out there and not play. I haven't seen that. We're not seeing a lot of what Joseph's saying. I trust that he's not seeing the effort meet the standard that he would like. Mm-hmm. But I also understand this is coming from a man saying that this means everything to him. Mm-hmm. Arguably, you'll never be able to live up to Joseph's standards and meet that him on that same no, level I, of passion. Not so, possible. So there's a, so there's this um this saying that I've tried to use with with my own yeah. my own marriage actually, hmm. which is okay. that I never expect um my wife and I to be equal on the amount of uh, money that's brought into the house because that's not our dynamic, even when okay. we were both working, right? So sure. I never expected. But for the most part, your your wife's at home now with that, the That's kiddos, correct. Right? Yeah. It, it, for the moment. Yeah. yeah. Well, until the kids are both in school full time, she stays at home with them. It just works better for us financially. It works better for us mentally, et cetera, et cetera. But one of the things that I've never expected that from her, I've never asked her for that. But one of the things that we have always agreed on was that it was the equal, not equal amount of money or equal amount of time but equal amount of effort in the sense that Joseph doesn't expect that everyone is going to score the same amount of goals as him. He doesn't even expect them to put forth the same amount of effort on the field. What I'm saying is that he expects everyone to have the same passion 
for this team and for this city and for the for the supporters and for the this town that's given him the 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 this pedestal that we've put him on because of what he's given us and he expects everyone to feel that same way right and when they don't he can see it immediately and i think that is that asking too much i don't know I Maybe will say in that some ways because some players are never aren't going to stay, you know. So it's like, well, what uh, he said was, I, I believe him to be genuine. He's not. He's sure. not pandering. No, 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 absolutely like not. Why genuine. would he wouldn't have any right. reason to do that? But at the same time, it's also an easy thing for him to say to win over the fans and say, "I love you guys." These guys don't. Love I don't you think as much that. I don't think playing, that happened. I don't think that happened either. Hard. I don't but think that happened. I'm just saying. I'm just saying that's an easy thing for him to say. To say, yeah, that but but he. I have passion for this city. I'm not seeing it for everyone else. That's an easy thing for fans to get behind. It is. Yeah, but I don't think he's doing that. He stood up last year at the beginning of the season. He used the influence no, that he had. Yes, he did. He used the. No, influence I mean in this he time had... he's not directly intently trying to pander to the fans. I'm saying that it's still an easy thing to say. Okay. Sure. I don't think he did it intentionally. I don't think he no, lined I up. So, I, don't I don't think, think so he either. lined up fucking ducks in a row and said, here, let no. me let me use all the trigger words that the fans will want to hear to make sure no. that they're still behind me. No, I don't think any of that. But also when he said that the, the injuries aren't the problem, I disagree. I, do, I disagree with that entirely, but that's his perspective and that's our perspective. We right. don't know what he is referencing. Correct. We don't. We don't. So. Yep. All right. Um, moving on, because Kristen's got a terrible uh, earache. Oh. I mean, we should have done this as like a uh, like an ASMR podcast. Uh, <laughs> uh, just talk about this. Yeah. All right. Moving on. Number three. We can still mathematically make the playoffs, but so much has to be turned around for the good for that to happen, and so much has to go terribly wrong for other teams. It <laughs> does seem a little unlikely. I think last week when we were talking and you were saying, hey, what do you want out of this three-game homestand? Nine points. I need nine points. Well, we ain't going to get that. Max six at this point. There's pretty much no more margin for for error at this point. And with so much of the season still left to be played, errors will happen. Yeah. But we've sort of put ourselves in a position where they can't. What do we got? 16 games left? You need need a hell of a run. You, You need to do what the Braves did. In June, um, it may be out of reach, but still, maybe, just maybe, we could sneak in at the end where, if you had to make a call Mm -hmm. today, Mm -hmm. make the postseason or not, Mm -hmm. and you had to choose one or the other, shits and giggles, what do you think? We in or we out? I think we're out. I think we're out. Which is unfortunate, and I'll tell you why. I not think we because, get some good form going, and I, I think we come up just I think we come short. up just short, just like last season. And here's yeah. the thing. And here's the thing that I think we're going to suffer with the most. Because people are going to... People. I'm afraid that the front office and the people in power, the people that have the, the ability to make decisions, mm-hmm. are going to view our failure of making the playoffs, whether we went out in the first round or not. Mm-hmm. I think that if we, if it's literally just that line, I think if it's that, if we are eighth 
and the top mm-hmm. seven make it in, literally. Mm-hmm. Or if it's even just one point, or let's say it's tied on points and it comes down mm-hmm. to goal differential or something like that, they're going to view that as a compl- as the whole season's a failure. And they're going to make I don't think that's so harsh. I mean, many... if you don't make the postseason, I think it is a failure. But but what I mean is that they're not going to look at I'm I'm concerned they're not going to look reaction. at it objectively enough. Yes, there's going to be reactions, and they're going to there's going to be firings, and there's going to be trades, and I don't think that that's uh, I'm, I'm concerned look, that it's not going to be fair. It's not going to be the right move. We'll see. Yeah, uh, I'm just as concerned. Look, if if we hadn't dealt with what we dealt with this season and we're still at where we're at oh yeah oh yeah firings but oh, I mean, yeah changes but, but do you but think Gonzo- you think gonzo deserves to be fired no. for not making the playoffs and, on and his first season as no, a full-time head coach for this team with no i don't with 21 what was it 24 injured players no currently no i don't and this leads no but that into, could happen and that would be wrong it leads into number four unfair. though I think I would have liked to have seen a more aggressive substitution move from Gonzo at the half, but I also understand that you got to play Wednesday or Sunday. Mm-hmm. I understand that, but I would have liked to have seen more than just Moreno come in. But, you know, would that have really changed the result? Probably not. Who would you bring in? Uh, from the bench? I don't know. <sighs> Because they brought, brought in, because he brought it, he brought in Chole, and he, yeah, you could bring Dom in. I, 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 I would like of, to have seen Sosa come in, come in er, earlier. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if he can go forty-five even right now. He's mm-hmm. been dealing with that undisclosed issue, mm-hmm. illness, injury, whatever it is. So yeah. I would have liked to have seen Moreno Sosa come in a bit earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to have seen Dom come in, but again, would that have really changed the result? Probably not. It's not like anyone on the bench. Is a super sub at this moment. Uh, it's been a real Except game changer Dom. on that level. A, a, I don't know, a, a Jake Mulraney, if you will, who won it for Orlando last night off a, a stoppage time <laughs> really? uh, own goal. Yep. Yeah, yep. and we've got and we've got in Gallagher and put it in their own net. Gallagher playing against us last night, yep. which and was like, great. damn, he's doing fucking great. Well, there's like, there's nobody on the bench that could argh. that I can really point to as going, duh, what the hell? Why didn't we put this player in? Not really. But I, I don't know, just a little more attacking, aggressive substitutions. But I, I understand the the balancing act that he's got to do with who he has available, the situation yeah. he's facing, and the games coming up. That's and see, I mean, we're more impossible. understanding about things like that right. than a lot of people will be, and a lot of people will even make the attempt. And, and to, to be, be clear, to, to to be the under. The understanding as we as we are is a lot harder and a lot more frustrating. <laughs> I would love to just be able to just scream and shout at one person to be gone uh, because you're ruining my club, but we can't do that. So, um, moving on to the uh, the they, last. Yeah, uh, they didn't give it to Mulraney, by the way. They did it. They said it was an, yeah, own, it's an goal. own goal. It's an own goal, but it doesn't. Own goals don't happen. Let's I'm put a just, good ball in, and he put a hell of a ball in. So true, true. I'm giving it to Mulraney. Good for Jake. Fuck Orlando, but I'm happy for Jake. The problems we are facing are not going to be solved quickly. I think everybody can agree on that, which makes the burn-to-the-ground take um, from some a little confusing. We're over halfway through the season, and it just seems unlikely that the lack of consistency that we've been struggling with in terms of the lineup Mm -hmm. 
Defensive performances will come good quick enough. The things that people are calling for, that that core, that consistency, takes something that we are running out of time. Mm-hmm. Don't have it this season. I don't know what we do going forward. I don't believe in burn it all to the ground. I don't think no, people are I, still going to be happy. I, Even if their wish is granted, those out there that would like to see a full-on reset, FO, team, basically keep Joseph, get rid of everybody else. I don't think that will make people happy either no. because that 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 because what that means well, of, of what that, that coming means together too. of of Labanda 2.0 that means we have another rebuilding season correct be it, yeah anybody who family, wants to clean house family get ready to, to face overnight. another another losing season like building a club building a family uh, 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 that people are wanting that they crave that they miss from 17 18 19 right takes 17 18 19 mm-hmm. takes three years like those people are going to be satisfied with the burn it down and start over three months into it when it's not doing well, we'll be saying the same thing. Yeah. Nope. Reset it again. No, I think it takes that time. it takes struggles. It takes, you got to take your lumps. Right. It takes down years. Right. So what That's do we what do? Right so what do we do? I think that maybe the best way to sort of salvage this season Mm-hmm. Let's try to win a couple games. Let's try to yeah. not end bottom three. Or what would be, yeah. I guess, in my opinion, what would be considered to be the relegation zone if there was one. Um, and we let's need, try to and wins. let's try to, for fuck's sake, keep everybody else healthy through the rest of the season. Yeah. We, we let's need, try we not have wins. any more season-ending injuries this season. So that we can immediately and continuously work on things as people continue to come back. Let's use the rest of these season, this season, as people are coming back, you know, because Heinemann came back and then he went out again. Joseph came back and then he went out again. Then he came back. Let's try to keep the people healthy that are here and let's build starting now. You know, like got to get some wins. Gotta we get, get some two wins, wins this but... week. We win the two this week. Mm-hmm. The whole mood changes. Sure, it does. It's fixed, but the whole the whole mood changes. A few of those goals go our way this this season. They mm-hmm. don't hit the post. They actually go in. Yeah. The whole mood around this club has changed. Mm-hmm. We're not that far off. We're really not from from two it wins. not feeling like it like it is right now. Mm-hmm. We're a few wins away from that. Yeah, we are. It just hasn't happened. Yeah, we're not in last place, and we're not getting our asses kicked. Seven to nothing, like DC. No, but three nil at home didn't feel good. Either. No, it didn't but, feel great. It hurt. It hurt DC's like hell. About but, to be a, but Austin, but, I told you, Austin was good. I said oh, I Austin is really good. Their second, their second place. I, I, I'm sorry, but I kind of knew going into that game that we were going to struggle, and that it was a that it was a real possibility of a loss. I gave us a three one. Well. We like didn't even said, get that. We try so. to get a few wins, mm-hmm. keep people healthy, and watch the second half meteoric rise of DC United <laughs> under Coach Rooney, mm-hmm. and what Sweet. that's going to be, and what that's going to be like. Yeah, 
I want him to Fishing be like a player everybody. coach, like he was supposed to be at Darby. Wouldn't that be funny if, like, kind of like um, Major League Two, where um, Dorn activates himself um, halfway <laughs> at the at the end of the season, yeah. and he gets out there, and the best thing he can do is like literally take a take a ball to the back so that he can get on base. <laughs> Rooney is not even forty, and he looks like he's fifty <laughs> right now. Yeah, well, he's always been balding like at 16 years old he didn't have any hair so i mean that's part of it <laughs> it's true well he's here he's in dc so guess i'm gonna go well, get do, the... you think, do you think he kept his apartment <laughs> I don't think so. you know his flat do you but, think in dc do you think he kept it i don't think they call it a flat in dc um that's funny because he's english oh. i know i see where you're going with it well either way i suppose I'll go preheat my oven, get the shoe baking, or maybe it's better raw. I don't know. Or it, fried. Yeah. How do you like, how do you shoe? like your leather? Cause you know, you could make yeah, it more I like jerky, you know? So you need to yeah. like air fry it and dehydrate it and then just rip it off, rip off, rip off a piece Arr! every week. Yeah. One bite every week until it's gone. When I said I, when I said I liked soul food, I didn't, this is not what I meant. Oh, All right, that was bad. Um, that, that was, was bad. No, that was great. You're hey, Hoka's have All a right. really thick sole too. You know, it's like that two inch. <laughs> I went into it's the doctor yesterday for my earache, and I was five nine, and I was like, I am not five nine, but okay, thanks. Well, not only that, well, when when do they? Since when do they? When they do the triage for an ear infection, do they have to take my height and weight? I'm like, I'm thirty eight. I'm 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 most likely shrinking, if anything. Like I'm not. Why did you need anyway? Never mind. That's neither here nor there. They, they do that for everything, though, don't they? Eh. Don't they always check your vitals for not, every little thing? Wait, you... maybe not height. I don't remember the last time I was measured. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> maybe not physically. I've been. I, I get mentally measured constantly by my children. Anyway, <laughs> they are a mental measure for you. That's right. God bless you for dealing with them. They're great, but it's yep. tough being a parent, even yeah. more so uh, these days. It's it it can't but... be easy. I will say my yeah. daughter is one more vaccine dose away from her two mm, greatest good. achievements in life. One, she wants so desperately to go to school. She wants so bad. She cannot wait to go to pre-K. She is so excited. And the second wow. thing, she says, mommy, when I get vaccinated, can I play soccer on a team with boys and girls? And I say, yes, baby. That's what you could and do. And her third greatest accomplishment will be when she signs with the NWSL. That's uh, right. For the future Atlanta team, Captain yes. Sparrow. That's right. Let's go. <laughs> I might have to shorten her uh, her jersey. That's good. Stansbury Clark is kind of a that's a long oh, one on Captain the back. Sparrow. Yeah, Captain there you Sparrow. Yeah. Sparrow. Hello. Yeah, absolutely. People start calling her Jack just for fun. That's right. I, uh, I'm down with it. I can I can handle Jackie. that. Jackie. Yeah. Jackie Sparrow. Yeah. All right, y'all. Well, that was a hoot. Yeah, if you've hung around, this, you around this keeping, long. Keeping things positive, keeping things rational, thinking about things introspectively and not just popping off. We take the time to try to figure out what is really going on and just vent. It's interesting how we now, were able to talk talk for an hour about a loss. Usually, yeah. I don't know, do we usually tend to harp on things more on losses and then no, we I think rush on through even. things with I wins? Think we're I think we've been pretty even with it, but there has been a lot of discussion uh, yeah. on this one, as as you would expect when when Joseph takes the mic. You know, 
he's going to have yeah. something to say and yeah. uh, people are going to have something to say about it. So. Yeah. But he has the right, right to have that microphone. So we've got RSL. Yep. On Wednesday. Yep. Not hundred percent sure if we'll have a pod for that one. We may. We I'm may. still not full time working yet. Um, I I, you are yet either. No, but, I am but potentially we'll available for that. So we'll see. Um, we'll we'll kind see. Of see how that goes. Yeah. Um, and then the weekend, we'll, we'll have at least one pod coming for the, the next week. Oh, for sure. And hopefully you'll maybe be able to go to Orlando. We'll that's see. that's my hope. I didn't go to Austin because I was somewhat under the weather, obviously. Yeah, so I'm hoping. Miss much. Yeah. Well, I even said that, too. I think I said that to you. I was like, well, gosh, I'm glad I didn't go. Because yeah. not, not that I'm a fair weather fan obviously no, but, but at the but same time if, if i'm gonna to haul my match, ass yeah if i'm gonna haul my ass out of the out of right. snellville all the way down marta yep. with an earache i would like with it to earache. be a good game <laughs> and this was not so good so yeah well take heart i will the turnaround is right around it's the corner whiffed. uh hopefully around the corner is not a brick wall and it's a nice paved road into the, yeah. into the sunset we shall we see we shall see <laughs> all right y'all appreciate you uh sticking with us this far and uh all the correspondence on various social media even if we disagree with some people at some times still appreciate you listening still appreciate you interacting mm-hmm. yeah and look we're all struggling with this right now nobody's happy with the current situation but here is where we are we love our club we're disappointed with our club at times in certain right. aspects of it, from leadership to play on the field to stuff on the pitch to stuff off the pitch. It's That's never right. going to be everything that that we want, but we're still here fighting for what we want it to be. That's right. And we're at least we're all united on on that, I believe. That's right. So I agree. Thanks again, guys. We appreciate it. We will be back on yeah, Wednesday or next week. That's right. Sometime around then. All right. Y'all be good. We'll be back. Meow.